Good afternoon and welcome on Whit Monday to the Monday podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionsprachschule.de. Good morning. With us today is Kevin Jewell. Morning. Morning. And he is here to talk to us about the life as a third culture kid. So, Kevin, tell us a little bit about that, because I know I would definitely classify you as one. Um, Where were you born? Let's start with that. Okay, I was born in Germany, in Frankfurt, in a, it's in a part, a part of Frankfurt called Sachsenhausen. Mm-hmm. And, um, well, I'll, go, I'll just go ahead with the whole story, which I've told many times. I'm sure was, you have. <laughs> I was born in Frankfurt, I lived here for six years, I then moved to England, and moved, lived there for four years. Then moved to Hong Kong and lived there for seven years. And then moved back to Germany and lived here for two years. And then moved to Canada and lived there for four years. Okay, that's pretty much a quick rundown on things. But yes. what about the stages in between? Like, uh, So I had always assumed that, because I had seen pictures of you as a baby, that you were born in Italy. So Because your mom is Italian. Yes, my mom is Italian and my father is American. So that... Does it mean how how many passports do you have? Two. I have two passports. Okay, all right. But okay. I've never lived in either of those countries. I have an Italian American passport, but I've never lived in either of those countries, which makes things a bit complicated in terms of filling out application forms and so on. Right, I would imagine, yeah. And so, when you re-enter your passport country, either one, I mean. Like, how do you feel? Do you feel like there's a touch of home, or because you've never lived there, or Uh, because you do speak both languages fluently, of course. I mean, Italian, I would suppose you speak pretty fluently. Yeah, well, it's not my mother tongue, but I do speak it. Mm-hmm. I learned it at university. Oh, okay, so. yeah, yeah. So, and when you go to Italy, I mean, do you feel like, gosh, these Italians, they drive me crazy with their ways? Or do no, you I feel love like, Italy. You feel like, yeah, I feel kind of like at home. and. No, no, I, I don't. I don't feel, I mean, my family lives there, so... Yeah. I feel like, oh, I'm going to go visit my family, but other than that. So, and with all these places that you've been to, is there one place that you would consider home? I mean, even though it's not your, you know, passport country again. Well, I don't, see, I have a different concept of home, I think, from other people. Mm-hmm. So I could say, you know, home is Germany because my parents live here, or home is Vancouver because that's where I just came from. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, it, it wouldn't really, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, well, that makes you a third culture kid. That's yeah, how most of them feel, you know. <laughs> I've read somewhere, like, even when they do go back to their supposedly home country, they will always feel kind of out of sync, you know, so... Yeah, it's always it's always like a foreign country. It's always a foreign country. So wherever you go. And, well, then again, there has been some research done that shows that 70% of all kids that grow up like you, I mean, you're a TCK adult now, third culture kid, kid adult, they end up having the same type of lifestyle. In the future? Yeah. Well, I can see why. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to stay in one place anymore, or at, at all. I mean, why would I? Yeah, except... I have that, I have that sort of freedom, mm-hmm. and I'm not constrained to one city as many other people my age are. So right. that's true. Yeah. I think it's an advantage in that mm-hmm. sense. And mm-hmm. I think companies see that and be like, okay, so since you, you know, lived here and there, you can go move to South Africa or Middle East or wherever, and you'll be okay. Mm-hmm. You are more prepared for culture shocks, if at all. I, I, mean, I think so, maybe. Maybe that's the thing, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, 
The other thing I was going to ask you, so you have attended various international schools. Which school did you like the best? Uh, well, I didn't really like the school in Hong Kong because the system there was was a bit messed up. The English schools, the A levels, I didn't really pre I didn't really like the A levels. Mm -hmm. um, I liked the IBs. The IB was pretty good, um, but so I would say, yeah, Frankfurt International School was the best mm -hmm. of the of the two high schools I went to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And where do you think you spent your most significant time in your life? In what part of the or in what country? Like, uh, you mean where I grew up the most? Well, yeah, that kind of like that was the most crucial time in your life, or uh, where you made the best friends, or oh, you yeah, got your first would... kiss, or you know, <laughs> I mean. All that. It would probably have to be um, Germany the second time I came back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. So the, the two years that you spent here before you moved to Canada. Yeah, right. right. And, yeah, right. and how much further will you go with Canada? I think you have just finished your four-year degree. I have another year to go. Another year to go. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, any ideas what you're going to do after that? Um, no. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's, that's a fair answer. But I need to... Well, I mean, I have ideas. Mm -hmm. But I... Uh, it's all very much up in the air, so to see what I want to do. Well, what is on your wish list? Let's say, what kind of job in what country? Oh, I, I don't, I have no, you know, I don't specify a country. I can be anywhere. It really doesn't make a difference. Right. I would prefer to be with particular people. Mm -hmm. So that kind of restricts it. And then I'd also prefer to have a job, a specific kind of job, and it's to do with my studies, which is chemistry. So, okay. as long as I can study, maybe in a research position, in some kind of lab somewhere, that doesn't mm -hmm. even matter where it would be. Okay. And that's the reason why you're here this summer, too. Tell us about your, you're doing some kind of internship at the University of Gießen? Yes, or? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Can you tell us, about how many days have you worked there so far? About a week so far. Okay. Yeah. So, what is it like to work with Germans in this kind of environment? It's uh, it's fun. I really like. I worked with Germans last summer and the summer before. Mm -hmm. So, and I have um, you know, I've, I I I know how to. I mean, I know the cultural mm -hmm. norms that you know that Germans go by, and and so I feel. I think I feel. I feel pretty comfortable with the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of since it's a lab, and it's part of a university, they mostly speak English there because. Everything, everything is done in English mostly mm -hmm. in that kind of an environment. So um, during the work, we speak English. During lunch, we speak German. Okay. So it's... I was just going to ask you if they like to try out their English on you. They do. It's like, free teaching. Well, I mean, that was kind of the reason. I, that was part of the whole exchange process anyway, that they would be able to speak English with me and therefore improve oh, so their English. so that's part of the deal too, in a way. Deal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And how did you get that internship? It was part of DAD. The oh, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. Deutsche Welle, yeah. And they have this special thing where they take science students from the States and put them into labs in Germany, mm -hmm. so it's all mm -hmm. in this setup. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I read that in January and I was like, wow, this is perfect. I do a minor, I'm a minor in German, a mm -hmm. major in chemistry. And I want to come and work in Germany for the summer. And it was like, oh, I got this email saying, research internships in Germany for the whole summer. Yeah. I remember your mom telling me that you got accepted and, you know, everybody was excited. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was funny. Yeah. So how many applications did they get and how many did they take? Oh, they got lots. They have lots of people mm -hmm. willing to take, I mean, willing to accept students from the States. There's lots of, 
opportunities. In fact, I was talking to a prof at UBC and he was like, well, yeah, but you didn't even need to do that. You could have just come up and asked me. Oh. And I would have given you a position in Germany anywhere because he knew people in Germany. And oh, yeah. There's a lot of... Um, they want to do a lot of exchange that way because of the English thing, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, so, yeah it's, it's not... But, um, yeah, it's a big program. And there are lots of people in there. There's four, there's four people in Gießen. Mm-hmm. One from North Carolina, one from Edmonton, mm-hmm. uh, one from Indiana, Indianapolis, okay. and me. Mm-hmm. So... So pretty much the whole continent. Okay, and so you don't get credits for that when... No, no. This is just something you do... You do it, yeah. Okay. I mean, I learned... This is how... That, that, that's how I knew that I wanted to get into research, just because this, you know, this thing okay, is so... Okay, so, yeah, all right. So it's a good, it's a good experience that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, going back to, you know, third culture kids, um, are you in touch with most of them that you have met in your life? I mean... No, I, I keep in touch with, let's see, three people from Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. I, my best friend in England, I haven't really kept in touch with him. But my parents know his parents. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I could get in touch with them. Uh, and then what else? And then, of course, the people from Germany. I, I know them still. We go visit because I come here. My parents still live here, so right. we, we meet each other. And do you have any close friends that are not in that, say, category? Anybody who has never left the country and is truly either a truly German or truly British or truly Canadian? Um, in Hong Kong, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, in Germany, no. Because mm-hmm. the whole school was full of I.K. Uh, T.C.K. T-C-K. Third culture kids. T-C- yeah, and um, in, in Canada, no, I... I come to think of it, I guess I don't really have close friends that are completely Canadian. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do know, but um, it's kind of funny because we live in a house, a student house with four people, and all of us are TCKs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and so yeah, and so all of our friends and their friends, you know, mm-hmm. everyone is just all from all over the place, right. which. You know, it just seems normal to me. I don't. It's not that. And yeah. people come and they go, "Wow, you're from here, and you're from here, and you're from here." And I go, "Yeah, well, we're all from different places." Yeah. <laughs> well, you know that people are writing books about this so-called phenomenon, and because that only came up in the '60s, that term was established by a woman. What was her name again? Um, Miss Ruth Hill Usin. That term was established in the '60s because she was, I guess, one of the first teaching teacher lady who took her kids and husband to India and she's the one who coined that term uh-huh. and since then you know, different publications have come out and uh, books and at, even at Frankfurt International School once in a while we have a seminar on oh, how to how to deal with third culture kids or what we how we can benefit from them or seminars workshops for parents you know to support their kids with this always transition and losing friends and uh, establishing a home language and an outside language and a school language. and oh. So that's, it's a big topic. Mm-hmm. So, Well, I think a lot of other people, I mean, I meet people who are way more third culture than I am. Can you give mm-hmm. us an example? I Biling- mean, well, I'm not bilingual, for instance, and that's a big part of it, I think. And... Um, 
So you're saying even though you do speak Italian, but you never had the official educational Italian... Yeah, no. Never attending a Saturday Italian school no, and catching no. up with that. And my mom oh, never yeah. spoke it with me, so... So yeah, I had to definitely go out and learn that for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I never lived in any third, third world countries, any very poor third world countries. Oh, yeah. My roommate in Canada, for example, lived in Thailand, Laos, mm-hmm. India, um, and like Romania. A, sounds like a his, missionary kid. His, yeah, his father yeah. worked for the UN. Okay. Hmm. For the UNESCO or some something like that. And uh, because of that, he moved around all those. He moved throughout, you know, the poor third mm. world. I think that would be a lot harder. Oh. And yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I think I, I, I got pretty, pretty lucky. Hong Kong is great. Mm-hmm. Germany's great. Mm-hmm. England, London. Everything's <laughs> great. That's I mean, it was. Yeah. They're, they're all really fantastic places. So yeah. I'm glad I got to see them and live there. Yeah. And and I always, and now that I did that. I have it totally... When I go to another country, I always want to, you know, live it as well. I don't want to just go and visit. This is what I've always been saying. I don't like just to go and visit. I like to live there. And yeah, that's yeah. why, you know, my husband, he's pretty content. He wants to stay here. But once in a while, it's like, oh, I wish I could go someplace. Yeah. And, li- and learn another language. Yeah, of course. I, 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 I wouldn't care where it is. You know, for mm-hmm. one or two years, I mean, not indefinitely or not for good. But, uh, yeah, I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. And, it's uh, hard. Mm, yeah, I know. But then again, when you're in the field of teaching, it's yeah, easier, yeah. you know. Yeah. Like with the IB especially. I suppose yeah, you, you can move any, ki- any kind. You just attend one of these job fairs that are held twice a year, and it's either in London or in the Southeast Asian Pacific area. Mm-hmm. You go there, you interview, and, mm-hmm. you know, if you're lucky, you get hired, you know. And you can move. You can move to an international school of whatever, Kuwait, Saudi, Singapore, Seoul, Korea. It yeah, doesn't matter, yeah, yeah. whoever would accept you. And uh, yeah, speaking of bilingual, I just wanted to mention, you know, our kids are growing up bilingual. Mm-hmm. They both have two passports. Mm-hmm. Thomas was born in Japan, mm-hmm. so he's got three birth certificates, you know. <laughs> he's born in Japan, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, even on, I remember first grade, they had International Food Day. Do you remember that? I mean, even in the upper school, you have to bring food from your home country. Yeah. Did you ever go through that? Yeah, well, my mom did this pizza stuff. Yeah, okay, see? And Thomas insisted on taking Japanese food. And I said, no, you're supposed to take something, you know, that stands for your nationality. So he was very confused, and I ended up sending Japanese food with him. I said, you stand up and explain to the class, you know, that I was only born in Japan. <laughs> How long did he live there after he... Just two years, I mean, oh. but his first words were Japanese, and... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. My other roommate, born in Japan, he's Indian. Mm-hmm. Not only he's Indian, but he's born in Japan, he speaks Japanese. Yeah. That's his mother tongue. Yeah. I, so it's... Mm. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. The world is getting smaller, definitely. That's how old FIS is, too. 47 years old. So I guess that was around the 1960s when this... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, they celebrated their big birthday, like, you know, mm. 45 years of that's FIS, right, about two that. years ago or yeah. something, yeah. So that's when it all started happening, just like that lady who coined that term started moving around in the 60s, yeah. Yeah. So you were born in a pretty good mm, era. <laughs> <laughs> so. Right time for it. Oh, it's all the, this whole jet pack, jet set thing, isn't mm. it? I mean, planes, so much easier to move around. Yeah, you so wouldn't have so. been able to do that 50 years ago. I yeah. mean, just that all that moving and, you yeah. know, time. 
and multinational companies, and mm-hmm. they always talk about this whole how you know, the whole world is coming through. The workforce is becoming unified and mm-hmm. homogenized, and they have bringing all these you know words <laughs> about unity and oh yeah, and connectivity and <laughs> unity and outsourcing. Well, that's and, another topic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Well, the, the, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, next question. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> so, and like we had discussed earlier, of course, uh, whatever lifestyle will come up, you will take and move there. It's not a question of what country or what preference. I mean, most people when I think most people when they are first looking for a job, don't they can't really be picky in terms of location. Right? That's true too. Yeah. 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 I guess this is what you have learned. Mm-hmm. Growing up, not to be picky. No, yeah, you just gotta accept it. Yeah, and see what happens and what comes out, no? Mm-hmm. So, and, um... Okay, so the, the thing about this topic is, I grew up this way, so, um... So I don't think about it a lot. It's just the way things are. Uh, but a lot of people ask me about it, and I kind of... So I have to think on the spot, like, okay, what do I think about that? What do I think about Canada? What do I think about, you know, not having a home? But I don't... Like, I don't really have a um, sort of a set opinion. Like, I could, I, for example, I could go up to someone and ask them about how, how it's like to live in Vancouver their whole lives, because I think that would be awesome. Because mm-hmm. you'd have, you'd be able to go do all these things from when you were a kid. Um, and obviously, and they haven't thought about it either. They haven't thought about, well, I don't know, how it's like to have grown up in Vancouver your whole life. That's what I did. That's all I had. That's what, I, what happened. So that's all I know. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so that therefore it's um, they 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 you, you can't really they can't really say oh it's no well, they can say oh it's great but they don't really know mm-hmm. right. So was that your first um, impression then when I asked you whether you know we, uh, well I said no, I would like to like invite you to talk about this like yeah yeah what should I say <laughs> I mean like <laughs> exactly yeah I didn't really I I mean I I'm used to having. I've had people ask me this question before, so mm-hmm. I didn't, it wasn't like, yeah. so I knew what kind of, what I had to say, but, but yeah, I, I don't really know exactly, I don't have a, an opinion about it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm kind of neutral. Yeah. Okay. Do they ask you in the other direction, when you're in Canada, what's Germany like, or yeah, they, all want, the time, they want yeah. tips on how to get there and where to stay and things? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, yeah, exactly, they'll ask, well, how, what's that city like, and. And what's the Autobahn like? Oh, yeah, the Autobahn. Oh, the Autobahn. <laughs> Do you have any friends where I can stay for free? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can they come visit? Oh, I, they, I always tell them, yeah, come visit. I have a place. Because they all come through Frankfurt. Of course. So all the planes come. I was like, I have a place where you can come visit over the summer anytime. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. But then it's hard <laughs> well you know what that, that's a funny thing though when we moved back here from Japan and uh, initially we were going to stay here for two years mm-hmm. and I was kind of lonely you know John was working many long hours and Thomas was a baby so I said oh gosh I, I want many visitors and the very first year we had 135 overnighters because everybody came knowing we would leave the following year so, oh, okay. So they, uh, all, know, it's like, oh, they all came that following summer after we had gotten here because knowing that we supposedly moved the following summer, <laughs> 135 overnighters in a one-bedroom apartment. In, in, in one summer? In the course of one year. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah, but it kept me busy. I wasn't lonely anymore. <laughs> you know, so these friends really said, yeah, they stuck to their promise. Did, yeah, they, did they come, come from Japan? From Japan. Well, 
I had a lot of Australian friends and Canadian friends yeah. and British friends and Welsh friends in Japan. Uh -huh. And of course they all came through. Sometimes I had a, like four Japanese people, you know, one family stay with us for three nights and they would go to Düsseldorf and then come back and, you know, leave their luggage here. And uh -huh. I, it was just crazy. And of course I didn't drive, so John always had to do the picking up. Train station, <laughs> airport, train station, airport. So one time we had a, yeah, a Japanese family stay with us for nine days, five people in oh, this wow. apartment. But of course, being Japanese, they had to go take the train to Salzburg for two days, come back, fly to Paris, come back. And then I think they went to Berlin too, you know, like mm -hmm. three cities in nine days. And oh, wow, well, yeah, they, always, they do a lot. So it's, a, it's a common question in forums that... Um, people come to Germany and they, are, they say, I'm, I'm planning sort of six days in Germany, where should I go? Yeah, yeah. And they pick out six towns. And most of the trips, is, uh, only, they, sometimes they've, they've looked on the map and they've worked out some near to each other and, um, and then there's sort of one that's completely different. Oh. <laughs> one I read this morning that somebody's coming to Hamburg and, and can I see what it was like in Eastern Germany and I'm like oh that's a bit of a distance someone actually already answered and said well you know perhaps you should actually go there not in, to Hamburg then but to yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great day trip to Eastern Germany yeah. Yeah. so definitely when you're a third culture kid you have more visitors usually I mean or more chances of visitors oh, yeah, if, if they do have the money to come and see you oh yeah yeah. well all my friends are students though, so. Yeah. so how did you end up in you met Mr. Shipley in the States? No, I met him in Franconia, in my hometown, Schweinfurt, uh -huh, okay. in northern Bavaria. Uh -huh. And then, after two or three years, we moved to the States, and then we moved to Japan. Mm -hmm. We had our first child, and mm -hmm. then we moved here again. Oh, okay, okay. John wanted to live in Germany. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah, that was his dream destination. <laughs> and, well, we said, okay, for two years. Oh, that's not surprising. It's very nice. It's, ve it's a very good place to live, but there mm -hmm. are many other nice places out there yet. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm. So, Where did you live in the States? In, I spent two years in Maryland and four years in Washington State. Oh, wow. Okay. Spokane, Washington. Spokane. It's pretty close to Vancouver. Mm -hmm. I've been up to Vancouver and Puget Sound, Washington mm -hmm, State. Mm -hmm. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Very good place. Did you go to Whistler? Eastern Washington University. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. In Cheney. In Cheney. No? Uh -huh. So. Where did you learn English? In England? <laughs> or are you English? I'm English. Oh, sorry. Well, I, I, I don't know. I'm really bad with, with picking up German accents. So. <laughs> I'm British. Sorry. English, British. From London? Kentish. Kentish. Kent. Kent, not London. Okay. And where did you learn German? <laughs> <laughs> at school. Oh, okay. Six years at school with A-level. Um, three years at university in England. Mm -hmm. One year university placement in Germany. Oh, okay. So by the time I got my degree, I got... Do you, can you, can you ten, I did a uh, placement, work placement. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I got ten years worth of German before I got my degree. Mm -hmm. And then I came out here to live. Oh, okay. Great. And that's 12 years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just like um, me. You came out here to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I had never lived here before in Frankfurt. You came to Frankfurt to live, but you didn't come to Germany to live in that. That in that respect too. No. Because mm -hmm. I uh, was not on my itinerary to come and live in Germany okay. anymore. Anymore. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I heard that that John grew up on a farm and, and he wanted, and so then he and he moved, then he moved to Germany because he well, wanted he, to see the world, I suppose, right? Well, he 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 came here on a 
applied, he tried to get a scholarship, and uh-huh. so he got the ROTC, uh, is that how you say it, the, uh, you know where you join the service for four years and they pay your college oh, for four okay. years. And uh, speaking of that, I'm a farmer's daughter myself, oh, yeah? and we both grew up on a farm, so oh. as soon as I told him that I grew up on a farm, he I think like, that kind of made up his mind that he was <laughs> going to marry me, <laughs> that's a woman that can work. Uh, so, that's really yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, I bet, I don't know what his family must think of him moving I mean, I know my friends, their families, their parents, their, the families of their parents who moved around. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it goes well, sometimes not so well. Like, they don't, you know. Well, yeah, same thing with John. He's got three siblings, two sisters living in the United States. Mm-hmm. His only other brother ended up marrying a French woman. Oh, really? So John's father was even saying, I remember that, I don't know what's wrong with my sons. Why can't they find a good American woman, you know? <laughs> like, what's no, wrong no. with these American women, actually? <laughs> That's the way he phrased it. Uh-huh. And I said, well, there must be something about European women I wouldn't know. Oh, yeah, for well, sure. Well, you have married a European woman, and I say so because you come from the United Kingdom, where, you know, you fly to Europe, you marry a I European d- I, woman. I don't fly to Europe, but that's a... Oh, okay. <laughs> you fly to the continent? I drive. I, on the ferry, okay, yeah, and yeah. the ferry goes over the water, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the tunnel under the nah, me. We'll go through the tunnel. Been through it, done that one. Oh, okay, yeah. But you married but, a European but, woman, though. The, the breakfast is better on the ferry. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's yeah. That's more relaxing. It's more more civilized. Crazy tunnel. Mm. I don't know. They they had when they, I went through that. When they first built it, I was quite impressed. Very fast. Hmm. I've never taken that tunnel. I went through it once after it had been built, mm-hmm. just to try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went through it on the Eurostar. For the Eurostar, I think it's great. You get on the train in, in Brussels and, and it goes yeah, all the way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's, a, that's a good thing, but not on the car. I don't, I don't like sitting in the car in the tunnel. Yeah. Is, is that, I mean, maybe that's so good for people with a mild case of claustrophobia? <laughs> Oh, it's a tunnel. It's, I mean, if you travel through Switzerland, mm. you're going to you go through tunnels as well. Uh, a bit longer than the Gothenburg, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's about fifty kilometers long. I remember when they first they first made the the because they they dug from both sides. I remember seeing this picture with the French guy with the French flag and English guy with the English guy again. They exchanged it. Do you remember that? Yeah, first of December, approximately. In the 80s, wasn't it? In the 80s? No, no, no it was in the 90s. Also, I remember 90s. Seeing it. it was about 1990 or somewhere. I know it was okay. the 1st December, I remember the date, but uh, mm. I can't remember the year. Well, that it was cool. 1990, that's the year of the years, and I think that's yeah. about right, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, we're building friendships and tunnels and, you know, and, and connecting and marrying European women. <laughs> you never answered my question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get that out of you. <laughs> Another podcast. Okay, well... Oh, European women podcast. Euro- yeah. <laughs> well, UK women versus European women? Or? Oh, no. um, <laughs> I can talk about... I don't know. The, yeah, you could come back again, too, with Kevin. The, with the Canadian women, so... Oh, yeah, we could do one about Canadian women. <laughs> we could. But, the difference, I would say, between, between myself and, and your husband is that he, he came to Germany on a short term and yeah. stayed with you, whereas mm. I was already living here. I'd been living here... Uh, six years mm-hmm. before we met, so right. slightly different yeah, situation. It's, it's a different situation, of yeah. course, but uh, it's just something to you know tease you about. Yeah, and I like doing that. Is that because you've had so much wine? That, 
been drinking coffee. This is the colour of coffee. I think you've had too much wine. Um, folks, look on the photo <laughs> later on the mondaypodcast.com and you'll see the wine glass. Oh, shoot, you have me there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Um, so if you ever decided to get married and you would have kids yourself, would you bring them up in the f same way your, your parents have brought you up or would you try to do it differently you know going back to the thing like we always want to do things differently from the way our parents have done it I mean in a yeah, way yeah. so yeah I think, so, I think yeah I would I would say it goes for me too I would probably try my best not to move around mm -hmm. while I were growing up even though you said earlier it's a good chance so I mean it's yeah, it's, yeah. I think I would have I think the reason I say it is because I think I would have had Living in one country, I would have been better off, maybe. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. No? It's hard to say. You look at other people and you think, oh, if I had just lived, I could have been like him, or I could have been, mm -hmm. I could have done this and that. I could have stuck with certain hobbies or certain skills mm -hmm. or things like that. I'm glad I, I'm glad I moved out of Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. But I'm not glad. Maybe it would have been better if I'd stayed in England the whole time instead mm -hmm. of seven years in Hong Kong. I think were a waste of mm. seven years. Hmm. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's all do it better for our kids. Mm -hmm. And let's not repeat our parents' mistakes. Let's make some new ones. <laughs> 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 exactly. That's what it is. Well, it's all about learning. Well, yeah. I guess I don't. I don't mean to say that. I, I, no, I, I know. It's just we all have a certain idea of what you know what should be right. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. In one way, I would say too. Yeah. I mean, like my kids, they always ask, "Mama, why are we still here? All the others are leaving." And I said, well, we're just kind of like, you know, in quotation marks, boring teachers. We just stay put. Um, and because Papa likes his job and all that. But uh, Thomas, mm, he would like to move around too. So he's got the traveling gene from me, definitely. Uh -huh, yeah. Uh -huh. Margot, no, she hasn't come that far yet. <laughs> so, but but he, uh, wanted, he wants to... Thomas would love to live in Asia. He calls Asia his home. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Okay, well, thank you for coming to visit us. Talking about the... TCKs. That's right. TCKs. Yeah. And you haven't listened to the podcast before, mm -hmm. so you don't know what's coming. We have a little thank you for you, and that's the Monday podcast special <laughs> guest <laughs> coffee mug. That's awesome. Thank to you. To take back with you to I'll Canada and hopefully um, show some people so they can come and listen to the podcast. Uh huh. Okay, I will, yeah. And people ask me, what mug is that? It's from the Monday podcast. So exactly. <laughs> and if you've got questions about Third Culture Kids, TCKs, or anything else you've heard today, then join the forum, write it in the forum on themondaypodcast.com forward slash forum, and we'll be back next week. Okay? Yeah, sounds good. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. This was the Monday Podcast from allthingsgerman.net and pensionsprachschule.de. For more information, visit www.themondaypodcast.com. Responsible for the content, Graham Tappenden and Maria Shipley, 61440 Oberorsel, Germany.